This is the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode 61. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Well, hello, friends. I hope you guys had an amazing week. I cannot believe that it's already February, right? So now that we're one month in, I wanted to ask you how you're doing on your goals. Are you looking at 2022 with intention? Do you know the results that you want to create in your career and life this year? I don't know about you, but for me, the pandemic was so limiting and so much of our possibilities over the past few years were not entirely in our control that the idea of setting and pursuing specific goals, goals of my creation this year is more important than ever for me. And I hope it is for you too. So as we start this episode, I wanted to ask you, do you have specific goals that you're going after this year? And if so, if you set some, how's it going? Have you stayed with them over the past month or did you abandon them just a few weeks in? Listen, if so, I've been right there with you. I've done that more times than I can count in my life. And if you haven't set goals for 2022, why not? I mean, have you really thought about that question? Is it because you don't know what you want? Or is it because maybe you don't believe in your ability to get it or to have it? I think these are some of the most important questions we'll ever ask ourselves. I mean, we only get this one life and it isn't going to happen by accident or the things that we want, I guess, are not going to happen by accident. We have to know what we want, and then we have to decide to commit to it, and then we have to take consistent action, and then we have to stay with it no matter what, or we're not going to get it. That's what it takes to make big things happen in our lives. And I ask these questions not to guilt you or shame you or whatever. I ask because I really want you to ask those questions to yourself and answer them not for anyone else, but for you. And then hopefully I want you to decide to choose and commit to the things that you think are most important to you this year. After all, that is the entire purpose of my business. I help lots of people just like you live into the career and life that you want. And the truth is that you're never going to get there if you don't know where there is and if you're not committed to making it happen. You're not going to get there by just going with the flow or waiting to see what happens or hoping that by some miracle, the perfect life or career is going to fall into your lap. I mean, maybe it will, but for most of us, we only get what we want when we know exactly what that is and then fully commit to making it happen. And by the way, even though we've got a month behind us and it's February, it is 
not too late by any means to either set goals if you haven't done so or to get back on track if you lost your focus in January. So if you haven't done so already, you might want to go back and listen to episodes 55 and 56. I did those right around New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. They're going to help you zero in on what you want the most and kind of help you wrap your head around what it means to set effective goals. And if that feels hard to listen to, just focus on episode 56, because that's where I talk about setting one big crazy goal. And if the thought of having a list of things to go after just overwhelms you, pick one. Pick one thing that you really want to make happen this year. And then today, what we're going to talk about is what comes after the setting of your goal. And that is committing to it. So let's dive in. Now, commitment for a lot of people is a loaded word. And commitment to a goal of any kind is honestly about so much more than just writing it down and going after it. Like most things we talk about on this podcast, commitment is a mindset. And even more than that, commitment in particular, unlike some of the others that we talk about here, it's interwoven, it's layered. It's a layered concept and it's interwoven with decision, dedication, and belief. You cannot be or stay committed to something without deciding and without being dedicated and without believing that you can have it. Those three things are intertwined and you have to have all three or you will probably not stay committed. And that is what makes achieving our goals so challenging. It's why we give up, right? Because it's not as simple as just deciding what we want and then diving into it. It's about something that goes much, much deeper. So let's go deep and let's look at all the layers of commitment. For this, a great place to start is with the dictionary definition. So that's universally agreed to definition of what some of this means. So stay with me while I, while we get into the layers. So dictionary definition of commitment is dedication to a cause or activity and being wholeheartedly dedicated. And I think that is an interesting definition in terms of what it implies, right? Because it implies that you must make a decision. So to be committed to something in terms of the dictionary definition of it, you must consciously decide that you're committed to having, being, or doing that thing. And I think The interesting thing is that the last part of that definition that said being wholeheartedly dedicated was even more revealing because the dictionary defines wholehearted as being free from all reservation or hesitation. And now I think we're starting to get to the heart of what makes commitment such a loaded word because yes, We've already discussed that commitment requires a decision and dedication, but the definition, you know, behind the being wholeheartedly dedicated, that wholehearted, that means that it requires belief, right? Belief with no reservations or hesitation. And that's why when we talk about the kind of commitment it takes to achieve big things in our life, the phrase going all in works so well because it conveys the same idea. 
the idea that you've decided you will achieve the goal, you're wholeheartedly dedicated in the pursuit of it, and you deeply believe so you're free from all reservation or hesitation. You're all in. You're fully committed. No escape hatches. Do or die, right? Now, think about the definitions and let me ask you, how many goals in your life have you approached with that combination of decisiveness, dedication, and belief? I can tell you, honestly, for me, it's been pretty spotty. I mean, early on in my career, when I was, and I covered this in an earlier episode, when I was paying my way through a private college, through my work as a hairstylist, because I paid my own way, I was all in, period, textbook definition. I was running my own hair business for 30 hours a week. I was going to college full-time. And in my senior year, I even added in a 20-hour-a-week paid internship. <laughs> the energy of youth, right? But you can see there, though, how all-in I was. I was all-in on the vision. I was all-in on myself. My focus and my commitment were absolute. And the only thought that I had when it came to getting my college degree was, this is happening, period. That was it. And I showed up fully in all areas of my life because even though it made for a crazy schedule, the end state of having my degree drove me forward. I stayed with it. I didn't waver. I didn't even think about quitting. And I never once told myself that it was too hard or too expensive or that I was too tired or too busy or that I didn't think I could do it. I even got straight A's my last two years in school. Why? Because I was all in. And because the idea of having that new degree and the possibilities I knew would be ahead for me once I had it were so compelling, I never even entertained the idea of quitting ever. That was without a doubt one of my life's most compelling and important instances of going all in on myself. And I would say in the early years of my career, as I climbed the ladder quickly and really loved everything about what I was doing, I stayed all in. But that same level of relentless all inness wasn't really needed as I became established because I had proven myself and I had learned the skills of the trade. And so, you know, moving up and up leveling and moving ahead became more about consistency than about, you know, moving from one career path to another, which was about reinvention. So interestingly, though, for all that success and the fact that I did it once before in my life, when it came to starting this business, things were a little different. <laughs> I knew what I wanted to do. And I spent the time and money educating myself on how to do it, taking courses that I needed in the different parts of business that I wasn't as familiar with. And honestly, I dove in. I got certifications. I went after it. But here's the thing. For the first few years of my business, I was not all in. I was more like in the middle. I was stuck in a halfway place between my corporate career and brand strategy and my business stuck because unlike the decisiveness, dedication, and belief that I had when I was going from a hairstylist to college graduate, you know, and all the stuff I had to do to make that happen when I was all in this time, you know, when it came to transitioning into my business, 
I was halfway at best, but I, I didn't realize it for a long time. And that's how our brain works. It's kind of tricky, right? We think we're all in. We, we know that's what we want. We're clear about it and we're doing the stuff, but it just feels hard, right? We feel stuck. I used to describe it as like being on a trapeze, <laughs> like a circus performer. And I remember telling friends, it's like, it's like one of the swinging trapezes is my corporate career and the other is this business I want to start. And instead of like flying gracefully from one trapeze to the other and doing little flips and grabbing hold of the other trapeze, I had a death grip on both. So basically I couldn't move, right? I was stuck in the middle, clinging to both, far above the ground it felt like, without a safety net, and afraid I was going to die, right? It's an interesting visual, right? But I can tell you, as funny as it is to think about now, it was not very fun. It was, it felt very real, very overwhelming, very dire and scary and definitely not fun. So you might be asking if the problem was just, well, you were trying to do both things, right? So that was hard. And the answer to that is no. Uh, in fact, I still do both things. It's, it was a purposeful decision. Early on, I thought, well, my goal is to transition out of my corporate career and do this full time. And I may decide to do that someday, but I realized that part of it for me is I haven't done everything I want to do in my corporate career. And yet it's very important to me that the things that I've learned in this 25 year corporate journey um, and all the transitions and all the up-leveling and all the stuff that I've gone through, that I'm able to package that up and help other people who are earlier on. So that is, that is a mission that I wasn't willing to delay any longer, right? So I want to do both and I still do both. And while it isn't for everyone, for me, the energy that comes from my corporate career fuels my business and vice versa. So they actually... For me, if, if you structure your time really well, I do like being busy. They actually work quite well. The problem for me was much deeper and honestly much more central to what I teach in my business around mindset. Because while I decided on the business and I was super clear on that and around my reasons why it was important and what I was doing and I educated myself on, got certified and all the stuff I needed to do so that when I was helping people, I was doing it from a place, you know, the smartest possible place. And I was occasionally dedicated to my business early on. The truth is that as I did all of the thought work that I teach in my own practice, I simply didn't believe I could do it. Not really. And it took me a while to realize that belief was even a problem for me because I'm usually very confident and this is what I teach. So I'm always self-coaching, right? So I believed now I know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what the problem is. The problem is something else, you know, and I was just stuck. And as I started to do the thought work, I realized that I had moments where I believed in my ability to have this successful business or to be a successful business owner or CEO, those moments of belief were intermittent. I was kind of dabbling. I ran hot and cold. I wavered from belief to disbelief, honestly, for, for a few years. And that's how my progress looked. It was hot and cold. And that's because my commitment turned on and off honestly, without me even being aware of it. Because 
I didn't fix what was at the heart of the problem, which was my level of self-belief in me as an entrepreneur. While I'm very confident in my corporate career, because I've done it for 25 years, even saying that out loud, 25 years feels like such a long time. Um, But the truth is that whenever you try to reinvent yourself in any area of your life, you must first do the inner work on believing in your ability to have, do, or be that thing. And until you do, it is going to be a challenge for you. You're going to try to push into action and education and do all these things. And you're going to say you're committed and you're going to run after it, but it's going to catch up with you because you don't really believe it. And until you do, you're not going to drive forward in a consistent way. And honestly, like for me, others would tell me this. And I told myself this while on the surface, I knew I had the skills to do it. After all, I've run very large brands. I understand a lot of the technical aspects of marketing and even kind of general management stuff. I knew I had the skills to technically do it, but I didn't make the inner shifts necessary to believe that I could be it. And there is a very big difference between doing something and believing that you are something, right? And you know, you have to start with being it and believing that you can be this new thing. So earlier on in my life, when I was trying to transition from a hairstylist to a corporate career, I'll be honest with you, it was pretty easy to believe that I could be the college graduate. But 25 years later, being an accomplished kind of brand strategist and having a track record of success behind me, I found it a little more challenging to believe that I could be as successful at owning my own business and running my own business. And until you believe it, you will not stay committed to it. It is that simple. I didn't first do the inner work on belief because honestly, I didn't think it was a problem. And that is the tricky part about our brain. You know, I thought, well, of course I can run Like logically, I would look at it and say, well, of course I can run this business. I mean, I know what the business is. I'm building it. I'm certified in it. I know how to market all that stuff. I can do it, but I didn't believe it. Even though technically I knew I had the skills to do it. So I hope that makes sense. Very big difference. And so when you don't really believe something, all kinds of things are going to get in the way. I felt overwhelmed. I told myself I didn't have time. I told myself it was too hard, but really underneath it all, it wasn't about that. I just didn't believe I could be a successful business owner. So I kept telling myself that I should stay with what I know, which is my, and and honestly, that I still love and what I'm good at, which is corporate brand. And interestingly, as I did the thought work to explore my lack of inner belief in this area, and I got curious about all the other areas where that same lack of belief might be coming up for me, I realized some really important things. I had over the past 25 years and all life's experiences, we all know some of life is, is amazing. And some of life is a challenge. I had stored away some program patterns of thought that were not serving me. And those were coming up not only in my quest to become this established, successful business owner, but also in some other aspects like relationships 
and self-care and some other areas. And as I did the self-coaching that I teach my clients to do and that I do myself every day, I realized that somewhere along the line, as life got more complicated and my career got more senior and therefore more challenging, (laughs) the challenges were more sophisticated, I guess, I had stored away my own hidden patterns of thought. And because I hadn't done the inner work to clear all of those out, I thought I had, but there were still some in there. They were getting in my way. And once I did that work and cleared them out and started to build and channel the belief in myself and my ability to be successful at this business, everything shifted. I now have a growing business. I have a portfolio of clients. I have a podcast that's more than a year old. And I am wholeheartedly committed to and all in on what I believe 100% is possible for me in this business. I also worked on those other areas, relationships and self-care stuff. And unlike years gone by, I didn't just, you know, start the diet and stop. I'm staying with it, right? No more on and off, no more hot and cold. And that's really the thing that I wanted to share with you today. Because so many times we can set goals like losing the weight or stopping the drinking or whatever, whatever your thing is, because we all have them. And we set the goal and we start doing it and we say we're committed. And for a while we are, but things get in our way, right? And then we lose our focus and we quit. And I wanted to share this with you today because you don't quit because there's something wrong with you. You don't quit because you're weak or you don't have willpower or you can't do it. You quit because you haven't done the inner work necessary because it starts in our inner core to believe that you can actually accomplish, have, be, or do that thing that you want to go do. I want you to know it is not about you. It's about programming your mind to believe that you can have that. And that means you've got to let go of all kinds of crazy things that I can promise you, you don't even know are stored away in that mind of yours because it works really fast. And when things happen or we fail or we, whatever happens to us, we have a thought about those things. And a lot of times that thought is making the thing that's happening mean something bad about us. And we'll store that limiting thought or belief away without even realizing it. And the next time we try to do something big or transformative or whatever, our mind will serve up those limiting beliefs. And we don't even know it's a thought. We just think it's true that we can't do it or we don't have the willpower, or there's something wrong with us, or whatever we're telling ourselves, right? But once you do the inner work, honestly, everything changes. It really does. And even if you haven't seen your goals through ever, maybe, even if you've always quit on yourself, I want you to know that it doesn't have to stay that way. It can change right now, today. I want you to see that it's because it's never as simple as setting the goal. Yes, sometimes we have to work kind of hard at times to get clear on what we really want. I know I have at times, but 
once we get clear on that, honestly, the real work is just beginning. Because writing the goal down on paper or committing to a time limit or taking massive action, it isn't enough. And there's something really important that has to come first. And that is you have to do the work on believing that that goal is possible for you, that you can make it happen. That's where you have to start always. And that from that belief, true commitment can happen. It's the only way to ensure that you're going to keep the commitments you make. And while some of you may be thinking, well, I'll commit and then I'll work to make the thing happen. And once it happens, then I'll be able to believe that I can do it because I'll have done it. And I want to tell you that is not the way it works. Long before you have or do the thing, you have to 100% believe that you can have or do the thing. Even when you maybe have no reason to believe it, you have to decide to believe it. And you have to rid yourself of the limiting patterns of thought that are going to try to convince you that it's impossible. So now that you know what it's going to take to be committed, are you ready to go all in on yourself? Are you ready to commit to creating the results that you want in your career and life in 2022? Now you know what it takes to do that, but I want you to know you don't have to do it alone. Doors are opening to next level in two weeks. My membership is just $49 a month. It's amazing when you consider the life-changing inner work that we're going to do together. You can sign up for the waitlist at thepurposefulcareer.com forward slash next level. The ripple effect of this work will help you channel the self-belief to go all in on creating all of the amazing things that you're dreaming of in your career and your life. And that is what you deserve. Until next time, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Join me and together we'll make your career and life everything you dream of. We'll see you there.